And welcome to the Plain Sight Podcast. My name is Alex, and I'm here with my good old buddies, my good old pals, and we're talking Halloween. Cam Jordan, Cam, what up? There's a whole lot going on in this intro. I don't know what to think about you introducing the movie before either of us, or the fact that you just screamed, or... I don't even know anymore. It's Zachary Kuyat, Zach. How are you? I thought I was going to have to host the show for a second. I thought you were just going to get up and take off after that girlish scream. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was trying to think. I was like, you know, I had a little special little intro for last week. And I thought, you know, how can I... How can I really get the spirit of this movie? And I thought it would be just one shriek. No, it feels um, right. You know, I'm really feels excited right. to hear how how that shriek lines up with our intro music. <laughs> is I wonder it going if it's in, to, like, yeah, I wonder if it's in like a... Is it in key? I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. Well, <laughs> I meant to say this last week on the pod, but what I really want you to do is, for our Halloween series, drop the key of our intro down to a minor, just to make it a little extra spooky. <laughs> so maybe the shriek will will help with that. The shriek might help with that. What I will say is I'm probably not going to do all of the money and or time that it takes to do that, but I do think <laughs> it is a lovely idea. I think it's such a it very be perfect fun idea. Did, though. It would be fun if you did, though. It would be so silly. It's and almost it would be worth soups, it. Soup's <laughs> adorable. But um, my pocketbook says, no, thank you. Did I say pocketbook? I've said pocketbook a lot. You're so really? old. And I, don't, I don't know if I've ever used the term pocketbook unless I'm telling someone I'm poor. <laughs> I don't. Huh. I can promise you, I've never said the word pocketbook unless it was that my pocketbook could not handle something. Exactly. <laughs> oh, let me just whip I'm out the pocketbook. The phrase, and I'm not going to start now. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna refrain. Steer clear <laughs> of pocketbook. Um, speaking of very old can things, I, can I give y'all a? <laughs> yes. I was gonna say, can I get? Can I give y'all a, a precursor to this podcast? Yes, you can. Is it, is a, uh, it is a special time in my household. Um, it is the week of homecoming, and my dear roommate is running for homecoming king, which means there are currently multiple dress rehearsals going on in my house. So if you hear people singing Lizzo, it's because that is happening right That explains so much. <laughs> you are talking homecoming, and we are talking one of the great homecoming stories in all of horror movies with he's come home michael myers halloween zach ready set zach yes that was so good mm. best so, thing i've ever done on this podcast that was probably number one <laughs> <laughs> so john carpenter's 1978 film uh halloween um stars jamie lee curtis as sort of the original final girl in horror movies um it follows first a young Michael Myers who uh, murders his own sister. Um, and Shout then, out to Cat in the Hat. Exactly like that. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> oh, Mike uh, Myers. And then jumps forward in time to um, a more modern town where Michael Myers has escaped from a mental institution and has returned to seek his vengeance on the irresponsible babysitters of the town on Halloween night. Um, and mayhem and murder ensues 
And that, yeah, that's a pretty, that's a good enough explanation of this movie. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. Sometimes you finish your explanation, like, pretty quick, you round it off, and I'm like, oh, we're done. I gotta yep. find something to say. That well, one I think was pretty good. <laughs> this movie just kind of goes like, oh, Michael Myers is back, and then murder, 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 and then it's over. It is kind of weird, I I think, and this is, like, a lot of horror movies that I've encountered. I'm not a big horror movie guy. I'm, I'm experiencing most of these for the first time. Um here because I was a very sheltered child and also just a very scary boy. But um <laughs> I think a lot of these are build up something bad is going to happen, 15 minutes of something bad happening, movie's over. No, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. Cam, what do you think about the movie? It followed a it I I really enjoyed it. Um I think there were there were a few um notes I had about um you know, at times he was both the fastest individual I've ever seen in my entire life and also the slowest. <laughs> like there were some of those notes that I had that if I were working for Cinema Sins, I might I might have to tack on a few tallies, you know what I mean? Um, but I did love the movie. Um, I was legitimately scared at, at points. Um, when he popped up from the back seat, I, I legit like panicked a That's little a bit. One. So um certainly a, a very good horror movie. Um, this being the first time I've, I've ever watched it. Um, Zach, I do have um, a, a, a plot point question. Okay. That I've, I've got to I'll ask try my you best. as the resident movie buff. I'll try. Um, why, why did he choose those families to torment? I don't know if there's a, a specific this was my question ruling. Well. I, I think... I read some fan theories, and I'm curious your thoughts. That's why I bring. Well, this up. I think it's his original murder is because his sister is supposed to be watching him, right? I mean, maybe not because of, but she's supposed to be watching him, but instead is is canoodling, and he ends up murdering her. Lots of canoodling in this movie. There's we do not condone teenage canoodling. <laughs> <laughs> but then he comes back and. The initial murders are also people who are canoodling irresponsibly and in a couple situations um, shirking their babysitting responsibilities on the same night as his original murder. So it's like he's doing the same thing he did the first time just again. That's way less complex than the fan theory (laughs) I read, which said that... um, Who's like the so Jamie Lee Curtis's yes. character? I, for, I forget Lauren. her name. Um, is the adopted sister of Michael Myers? That was the theory I read when I googled this because I was like, because quick off in the movie, so you see like the opening like scene where like he kills her and then like steals the car and everything like uh-huh. later on, and then they they shoot to to her. And I looked up, I was like, why am I supposed to be, like, am I supposed to know who this person is? Did I miss something? Right. Is this a new character or is this like, just, I don't know. So I looked it up and the first thing I saw was that, yeah, she was like Michael Myers' sister and then put up for adoption and the case file was like sealed shut and that the doctor ends up making that connection. So I was waiting for that to happen and it never did. So... I didn't know if that was like if I just accidentally read like a fan fiction on Google or <laughs> Look, we're all adopted <laughs> brothers and sisters in the family of God. Amen, ain't he good? Yeah, but 
Those files aren't sealed, and the doctor <laughs> didn't have to tell you that. Well, see, so that's what happens. That's where I'm getting confused. That's what happens when you make one really good horror movie is that you're then asked to make 11 kind of mediocre ones, and every once in a while there's another good one. That probably happens in a sequel to Halloween, uh, but not one that I've watched or remember because there's like maybe one good Halloween sequel, and it's one of the other ones that's also just called Halloween. There's three different movies that are just called Halloween that are about Michael Myers. And that drives me insane. Me too. (laughs) I wonder if I did watch the right one. Um, my other question is, (laughs) (laughs) is there any connection between Halloween town, the scariest movie of my childhood and Halloween? (laughs) Haddonfield is, and when I it say went, scariest <laughs> moment of my childhood, I do not say that lightly. I'm still to this day terrified. Was I never watched Halloween Town. Driver? It was spooky. Scared the living crap out of me. That's still what I watched. I've stayed away from Halloween Town. Haddonfield, I think, oh, I'm old enough. I can watch it this year. Nope. <laughs> Haddonfield someday is going to deteriorate, and it will become Halloween Town. That's what's going to happen, and there's nothing we can do uh, about okay. it. Okay. Okay. That's my. Favorite I don't know the theory. plot of Halloween Town. I can't try and make any far fetched. Um, <laughs> like I said, never watched it. Always got too spooked out. That's fair. That's fair. Can I be upfront about a fear of mine in this exact course? Yes. He comes behind you um, on the Zoom I was res- and stabs you to death. No, I mean it is what it is. <laughs> but um, <laughs> my fear is I was sending a message in a group meet to my cohort. When Zach was giving the explanation of the movie, and now I'm a little bit scared that I did watch the wrong movie and will have no idea <laughs> until I listen to this back. Well, you did say <laughs> now that I know that there were three you options. You did say Jamie so, Lee Curtis. Well, I I think she's actually in all of the ones that are just named Halloween. So maybe exactly, that and that's help. why I'm kind of but scared. it's old. There's only one old one. There's an old one. There's a 2007 one, and there's a 2019 one. <clears throat> well, pre pod, we did talk about the sheet. Under the sunglasses, yes. the old 70s sunglasses. So I think that's a good sign. We're on the same a good page. sign for sure. I, okay. So look, we've talked the movie a little bit. And I just want to put out a full disclosure here. One, there's a lot of a murder and nakedness in this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Two things we really don't condone. Yeah, it's so, the official see, stance well, of this podcast that don't murder people. That's that's our official stance. Yes. And, I, I, and here's our other thing, and I guess this is always a beautiful thing for us to wrap up. Just because we do a movie does not mean that we think it is a movie that everyone should watch. No, that's fair. Um, that's fair. And so let's just <laughs> let's take let's uh, replace our tracks there, and now let's move on. How are we gonna get anything from this? Other than night terrors? <laughs> Look, I I've had this is going to be a rant. I shouldn't have even bought into this. Look, I've had very Cam, I know that uh you and me both have very very vivid dreams and lives of dreams. Um ours can be a little different in the way we experience them. And when I was a young preteen, I used to lucid dream all the time. Um now that I just get very vivid dreams, I wish I could get back to that. I feel like I've read a lot of things that if you like meditate on it and think about it and it happens, Zach, you're looking at your injured hand and I want to ask you so many questions about it. But, <laughs> um, but 
I think a lot of times there are many different things about that are stressing me or that my brain is heavy on tend to morph into my dreams in very real ways. I'm really excited to see how Michael Myers um, shows himself <laughs> in my dreams. What kind of guest nights. appearance he makes. Yeah, maybe he'll be like, like my walk co-worker out of your room and he'll be like in the kitchen. <laughs> in the k- <laughs> He's making eggs for breakfast, you know, just a casual day. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I hope so. I just heard a scream in your room, Cam, and I'm terrified. <laughs> when I say, listen, y'all, homecoming is a whole week, and I'm just letting you know there's so many dress rehearsals. There's one in my basement and one in my living Look, room. Please right come now. home. <laughs> so, Zach, <sighs> I'm going to put the weight of this on you. Yeah. And with full disclosure to our, our audience, we might not have a whole lot of deep spiritual insight. <laughs> But I'm gonna let you try. I know and that's glean. why you're here. You're used to our deep spiritual. Yeah, that's what people come to the show so... for. <laughs> it's so yeah. weird because like that's why we made the show, but it's definitely the thing we do the worst on the show. <laughs> it's doubt. what we're the worst at. Absolutely, we get it out there. Oh, I was talking lot. to somebody last night. Like I was talking to somebody last night about the podcast, and they're like, "Well, and you know, um, they they mentioned us like and Jesus on this podcast." I was like, "Well." Jesus isn't on the podcast. We've quoted him. Like we twice. quote him every once in a while. He's not on the show. <laughs> he would be one heck of a guest, though. <laughs> what a get that would be for us, right? Hey, wherever two or three Man. are gathered, you know? <laughs> yeah, can't get Ben Rector, but if we got Jesus of Nazareth, <laughs> we don't my, need my, my. if we get Jesus. <laughs> what? What? Uh, hold up. I want to I wanna live in this space for a little bit. What? Uh, We're what stalling so hard. With Jesus. What do you think? No, like what What movie would we review? The, what? <laughs> wow, that's a great question. Okay, so there's one that I would love. It, it, it would just be an interview. Would it be the Heart of America Christmas pageant? <laughs> nope, sure wouldn't be. Nope. No. <laughs> there, there's a couple thoughts I have. One, the cat in the hat. Let's move past that. Too easy. Two. <laughs> what if we just did an interview and we did The Passion of the Christ? I was thinking the passion of the Christ has to be the obvious answer. Oh, that's really good. That's a good one. Or Jesus Christ Superstar. I'm on board. That sounds great. Let's do a musical. I don't know what it's about, but the Book of Mormon? (laughs) (laughs) You have never preached an accent I interest more on this podcast. I can't even imagine... I have a lot of Mormon connections. We could do that very We easily. could not get Jesus on the pod. We- <laughs> I didn't say Jesus. I had Mormon connections. Those are two very different He didn't different say he things. could get Jesus. He said he could get a Mormon. <laughs> but it was about Jesus. And again, two very different things. But no, Mormonism is very little about Jesus. No, that's, that's not say. what I was saying. On to the next one. Zach, <laughs> say something deep and spiritual right now. Man, we're going to lose our big Mormon cross-section of our audience now. Shoot. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> no, okay, so we have we admitted it last week. We've already said it this time. It's kind of weird to try to hunt for, like, deep spiritual meaning um, within a movie that uh, is is not quite as redeemable as some of the things that we've watched. <laughs> not and in the slightest. While I enjoy it, and I think it's a very well-made movie, and I'm, I'm big on well-made movies... What whatever uh, package they come in. Um, it took me some work watching this movie to like come up with something um, notable to talk about. 
But what I landed on is a thing that exists in like horror movies in general, but also in this movie specifically. Um, and it's that people were looking for Michael Myers in the wrong place. Um, there was a lot of thinking that he would come, you know, to have his vengeance in, in certain ways. There was, you know, Dr. Loomis going and thinking he's definitely going to go back to his old house. I will sit here and wait for him. There was Lori thinking somebody's following her and running into a man. And it turns out it's a police officer and her neighbor there. There's a lot of that in this movie, but where Michael Myers really is the whole time is he's just kind of standing out in the backyard in the laundry. He's in the background of the scene outside the hardware store driving the police cruiser and they're not even looking at him. Okay. Michael Myers does not appear in the way that the people in town asked him to appear, that they expected him to appear. Michael Myers appeared where he was meant to appear in the places that people should have been looking for him already. Now here's where, here's where we get to the spiritual message. God appears to us in the same way. (laughs) I think Mm. we, we try so often to look for God where we expect him to be. And a lot of times that's not a bad thing. It, it made sense to go back to his old house to try to find him. It makes sense to go into a church to look for God. That makes sense. You know, the, but in the end, that's not where he was. He was hiding in the backseat of the car. Or he was, turns out, still alive after you stabbed him in the neck two times. And he was about to sit up behind you. In the same way, I think when the moments in my life when I have like most experienced God are the times when I didn't realize I should be looking for him where I found him It's the times when I was just like having a moment to myself. It's out in nature. It's sitting at home with a guitar and just playing around for fun, having a good time. Those are the moments where I feel like I've experienced God. And I don't, it's not going to work to say that God stabbed me with a large knife in those moments. <laughs> large knife known as the Holy Spirit. That's right. It's that's it's, you get in your word and he stabs you with the, sword, the, of the sword of the spirit. spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sharper than any two-edged sword. That's right. Zach, can I say something to you? Yeah, please do. I You tried to explain that before the pod and I kind of shook my head and was like, "Yeah, nice. I know you didn't like it before." You did one great yeah, that, job that was right very there. Good. Like we're clipping that, that thing. Good. That was Let's really good. <laughs> that was really good. We're clipping it. Um, see, because my wow. Oh gosh, I think it's so fascinating. Michael Myers is obviously not God. He, he may feel like a God when you uh-huh. shoot him multiple times and then he just walks away or stab him with a hanger. And um, what's the other thing he got stabbed with? Oh, a sewing a knitting needle? needle. A yeah. knitting needle. A, a, a sewing, knitting, needle. knitting, crocheting, sewing small, same difference. Knitting's big. <laughs> <laughs> sewing is small, knitting is big. I want to take quotes that you have and just put them uh, just, just white lowercase can font we, can on a black Can we sew that t-shirt. on a cross stitch? <laughs> and settle on Teespring. Like right now I have one out there that just said mozzarella sticks or sandwiches and I'm waiting for someone to buy it. But I understand I'm going to have to show it to somebody first. <laughs> yeah, I w- if you show me the link, I'll buy one today. <laughs> 
sexy, but it's mysterious. Mm-hmm. Uh, like see, because what I was kind of thinking was about our vices and our sins and the skeletons in our closet and how a lot of times when we try and run to avoid them because we think we know where they will be or manifest um, is when we run into them, is when they show up out of nowhere. Mm, yeah. Um, so very similar thoughts, very different um, things, obviously. But my good God, there's this thing, and it's kind of what our whole podcast is about, is that we all kind of grew up in churches um, believing that the best way to know God and understand God is to be at church. Yeah. And in, in a lot of ways, that's true. I'm as pro-church as it gets, you know. Um, very, very passionate about the church. Um, and I think that's obvious with anyone who knows me or who's heard, who's heard me talk about the church. Um, but I think one thing the church has failed is they've tried to create this bubble between them and the rest of the world. <clears throat> You know, to be in the world, but not of it. You know, uh, all those other cliches that you can say, which are all good things at the heart. uh, But when we don't address that we can know God in the middle of class or know God on a Tuesday at work or know God on my drive home from a really awful day at work, then what we're doing is we're capping God off. Yeah. And... I think my prayer life over the last really year and a half, uh, I've had this weird moment of, because I grew up in a fairly um, thank God for what he's done, but he's not a genie in a bottle kind of mindset. Uh, You know, just the church I grew up in. I love him. Um, But that's just kind of the way it was taught. And I I really have that sort of thought process sometimes is is I don't want to go to God and just ask him what he can do for me. He's done so much good for me. My job is to go to God and thank him. But one thing I'm learning is those things aren't mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Is that if I don't ask right. God for big things, then I am making the God in him small to me. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm capping what I think God can do. Um, and so I'm, I'm learning in my prayer life to figure out um, how do I get out of that normal tradition, right? How do I pray um, and experience God in the most ordinary places and how in plain sight our job is to try and figure out how we can experience God in the most ordinary of movies, TV shows, and all that stuff. Um, so, Zach, I think you did a swell job. And I'm going to let Cam take it from <laughs> here before that. I keep ranting because um, that's a long way to say, no, Zach, I... you encapsulated everything that I think plain sight is about. Thanks. I think, um, yeah, no, I think what both, both of y'all, what y'all said is, is awesome. I think um, I was having a conversation last night, and I know we've, we've had this conversation. I don't know if we've had it on the podcast, though. Um, there's this idea behind, like, God's will that's, like, so vast. And, and this idea of, like, okay, you come to a fork in the road and you make one decision and you're in God's will and you make another one, you're out of it. And I think that's, like, our understanding. And I think more than that, it's this idea of whether you take a right or a left, what are you going to do in that space? And I think it's this idea of, you know, I, I had an opportunity to, to go to seminary or 
to, to stay at Missouri State at a secular school and, and get a communication degree for my master's. I don't think either of those puts me more in God's will than the other. I think what puts me in God's will is how I'm using the people around me and, and how I'm interacting with people and, and if I'm doing things to glorify God. And, and I think that's where we find this connection is it's, it's not always where you're looking. Like I didn't have to go to seminary and I know Alex, you know, you're about to start working at a church. You don't have to go to like college. We've had this conversation where you're like, no, I, I got experience. That's where you thrived. And like, neither is the wrong decision, but it's, it's how you're interacting and behaving in that moment that I think is really dictating where you live in that area. I'm going to stretch it again. In the same way that you can be a victim of Michael Myers, even if you're uh, lollygagging off on your own, you know, uh, shirking your responsibilities, you can also be a victim of Michael Myers if you're the one who's the Girl Scout taking care of everybody's babysitting duties. (laughs) (laughs) That's... That's really good. Yeah? Is it? Really good. And I I think... I'm just trying to gas you up at this point. You did <laughs> like we are peers at this, but I almost have like a proud dad moment. How good that was, Zach. Well, sometimes no? I feel like I write the games and then I let you guys bring the like the the hard hitting stuff. But I was watching this movie and I said, I don't know what else we're gonna talk about, so I'm gonna really try to lean into this thing. <laughs> Look, I want to read you guys, and so here's what we'll do. I think we should not try and dig any deeper here. <laughs> I think we did a good job there, and I think we should just get silly now. Wait, I got one more. there's a lot. You got one more? Michael Myers' heavy breathing is the still small voice of God. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> and on that note, we are going. <laughs> We're going to take it to the silly zone. And I want to start the silly zone off. I just want to read the notes that I made for this movie. Yes, please. All right. First one, I hate horror movies. Fair. Mm. So much anxiety. I'm so <laughs> tense the entire time. <laughs> Second, these teenagers look extremely old. Yes. Third. How old was Jamie Lee Curtis when this was recorded? You know, that's a great exactly. question. It's, it's like the thing that happens in horror movies, though, because it, teenagers are bad actors. Like I've, I'm both an actor and have well, been and a teenager also, before. They made everybody naked in this movie, and that's not <laughs> yeah, a teenager. That thing. can't be children. That's very, that's very true. Oh, that's Speaking a great of, point. Speaking of, while you look her up, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. I had no clue what her name was until <laughs> my wife was like, "Is that Jamie Lee Curtis?" I said, "I don't know. I don't know anybody's name." There were there were a few like I knew it was her, and I was trying to look and just envision the Jamie Lee Curtis I know. And there were multiple times where I was like, oh, wow, that really does look like her. And then I was like, well, it, it is her. I shouldn't be that surprised. Whoa! There were a lot of those <laughs> moments. I was like, but this human does not look like it's going to be the human that they are now. Okay. Which is very interesting. It, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis was 19 when she shot this movie. Wow. So she actually Whoa. was a teenager. She was a little older than her character, but she was 19. See, teenagers did, were just old. She then. was never naked. That is... <laughs> I think it's the other teenagers that are likely older. Most likely. She was clothed. I didn't look up everybody. She was clothed in modesty and clothed in grace, and that's why she was the only one alive at the end. (laughs) The Proverbs 31 (laughs) woman survives to the end of Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) 
And so... Get her a toe. Here's my last one. I want to skip to the last... Well, the second one was... I will do this at the end because I want to make a podcast pitch to you guys. Ooh. But my last one... Towards the end of the movie... She's getting chased by Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And she slams the door shut and locks it. And he punches through the door. Yeah. And goes to grab the handle to open the door. And the only thing I could think was, Michael Myers has big Kyle energy. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Kyle Myers for sure. (laughs) I wonder if they made the movie now, would his name be anything that didn't involve Kyle? No, it would have to be. He would have to be a Kyle. Can we talk about, though, while she's getting chased by him? Yeah. Like, she makes one of the smartest decisions I've ever seen in a horror movie, and just, it does not pay off at all. Because she, the kids lock themselves in the one room, and she runs into the other one and takes the extra time to open the back door and then hides in the closet like she could trick him into thinking she went outside, but she actually hid in the closet. And it just doesn't do any good. Like, he just immediately is like, nah, she's in the closet instead, and starts, like, stabbing it, the door. <laughs> it is kind of weird, because it did feel like a big deal when she did it, and then it was just nothing. Right, it seems like at least she yeah. should have, like, whimpered or sighed too loud or cried <laughs> or something, but instead, no, he just knew. He just smelled her or something. I don't know. <laughs> just smelled her. Just did one good sniff. Maybe that's all that heavy breathing is. It's just um, him sniffing. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Over to the left. <laughs> In the closet. Um, I, have, I have a few notes on <laughs> uh, on this movie as well that I'd like to bring Cameron up. Cameron really wants us to remake uh, Halloween like now, and I really appreciate that. No. No. <laughs> no. Kind of. <laughs> Um, my first is this movie does not understand how sound works because there's the the scene where like he goes up and knocks on like the haunted house and from across the street homeboy is like leave yeah and like they just like assume it's coming from the house that's like right that's not how sound he's around goes. the bush behind them and like whispers and they're like oh no there's somebody inside the house talking to us. <laughs> And then there's a moment where Jamie Lee Curtis calls her friend and across the street, she can hear the phone ringing (laughs) through the neighborhood. And I just realized that like there were multiple times in this movie where I felt the idea of sound was just not completely accurate. Yeah, that phone's too loud. The other, I mentioned earlier that Michael Myers can disappear very quickly, but when he is chasing somebody, he is the slowest person I have ever Michael seen. Yeah, he's always right there. <laughs> he's always right there. He is always right there. But like, just you, like the Holy you look Spirit, away and look back in three seconds, and he's disappeared. But he opens a door and waits ten seconds to get to you before you open the next one. That doesn't feel. I Look, we Michael always feel. Likes to feel your fear. He feels powerful. Look, Look, here's the thing. We always feel like we wish God would move. But then when we actually go to turn around, he was there all along. That's right. That'll preach. <laughs> who thought, who said silly zone? <laughs> we said, welcome to the serious zone today. <laughs> oh, gosh. Can I ask you all a question? No. 
most iconic um, horror movie mask. Ooh, what is a it? great question? Because I think it's it's between Michael Myers, Jason, and uh, maybe the Purge. Mm. I there's something so specific. I think Purge is third, but I think it belongs in that conversation. There's something so like particular about the Michael Myers mask because it doesn't like it isn't anything else. Like Jason is a hockey mask. Like you can kind of you've seen that elsewhere. There is nothing else that is the Michael Myers mask, which is funny because all it is is a like a William Shatner Star Trek mask from a Halloween store that they painted white. That's what the Michael Myers mask yeah. is, and I think it's so funny. And it's so and creepy. it works so well. It's so spooky. I think it. I think it's the best one. Yeah, same Z's. Can I give? Can I give my counterpoint? Yes. Yes, of course. When I play Among Us, I can change my character to wear the Jason mask, but I can't make him wear the Michael Myers mask. It's not an option. That's that's because the say. Jason mask only goes in the front. You can't put a whole Michael Myers mask over that oddly shaped humanoid thing. But I can I can wear an Indiana Jones hat. Yeah, that I goes mean, on the top. He calls it a cowboy hat. But they that know goes right on the top, not all the way around. Mm, yeah, Indiana Jones hat and cowboy hat, two Michael. different hats. Those are very different hats. You're right. It's a Stetson and a fedora. Those are not the same. No, but I view it as nice. an Indiana Jones hat. You like that? Those hat facts? <laughs> yeah, I made a joke yesterday about me and Zach making a business making hats, and I didn't know Zach knew this much about hats. Maybe we should actually do it. I know names of kinds of hats, so I'm pretty much ready. <laughs> oh, I know that that's a hat. <laughs> If it goes in your head, I'd it's also a hat. like to give. I'd like to give one suggestion to our audience if they're for some reason still listening. <laughs> um, if a man breaks into your house and you feel the need to stab him once, maybe just put a few. Come more on, in there. do just it again. Just check the situation. <laughs> just you already think you killed him. You might as well. Just double this check. This is a PSA, job. PSA to everyone away. ever in a horror movie. Overkill is underrated, baby. Just <laughs> yeah. go to town. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. I think I think you'll be justified and just throw in a couple more on top. Yeah. You know, if you need to think about it like you kill do. somebody, you might as well just go all the way. <laughs> kind of like donuts, okay? Exactly like donuts. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> you never want to look at the donuts and that. Oh, I probably ate one, one too few. You know, you'd always rather just eat one too many. You, you know, know, I do get this. Yeah, because because you feel bad after one too many, but you feel like you sinned after one too few. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I did have one too many donuts this very morning, and I thought at least I didn't only eat one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I deserved that fourth donut. <laughs> Oh man, Zach. Uh huh. I'm really excited for this. Okay, unless you're about to drop on me that you don't have one, but I think it's <laughs> I think it's time for the greatest podcast game show in the history of podcast game shows with the greatest podcast game show name in the history of podcast game show names, featuring your host Zachary Kuyat. Laffery with Zachary. Take it around town. Zachary Kuya. Man, wouldn't it be crazy if I just was like, ah, actually, there's no game this week. You just. Alex, Rock, you paper, make up scissors, the game. boys. 
<laughs> no, but uh, before we do anything else, um, I just I don't I don't know if you guys can see it's a little bit out of the shot, but I did uh, bring up the uh, baby grand piano in our house. I just brought it up to my room real quick. Um, I thought, oh yay! Huh, I thought what I would do is that how you cut your finger uh, open? No, that happened at work. It's a it's a long story. It, I could almost see my bones, um, <laughs> which is appropriate because it's a skeleton for that spooky, is spooky season. <laughs> You guys ever think about the fact that there's a skeleton inside of all of us and get a little scared? No. Uh, no, I did see a TikTok that apparently my bones are wet right now and I'm just permanently uncomfortable. (laughs) Now I'm just imagining Zach sitting somewhere and just out of nowhere like, "Ah!" because he remembered that he has a skeleton inside of him. (laughs) Skeleton. That's the realization Alex made this, like, right at the beginning of this <laughs> podcast when he screamed in the intro. He said, Skeleton, um, I have bones in me. <laughs> so, uh, I was just thinking I'd play this, like, super iconic uh, score to Halloween. and Just, just go like, to Raytown High School. <laughs> that's exactly why I know it, is because I went to Raytown High School. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, you know, we'll just see if it speaks anything into us. So, I'm just going to, just real quick... Mm. Oh, that's that's gonna be expensive, probably. So um I hit I hit the uh the A key and the string just snapped violently. Um I think it's funnier if Cam's name was like Tyler. Like, oh I hit the T note. I accidentally hit the T too hard and it just, oops. <laughs> no, I hit the A, so I'm going to say that's, that's a sign like, that Alex should go first this week. Let's get it. Uh, this week, I'm I'm introducing a brand new game. Oh, so excited. This game. I'm, I'm so excited. It's a game that I'm calling, legally speaking, it's not the price is right. Uh, the way this game works is uh, <laughs> it, it, we watched Halloween. And you know what I enjoy, I think, maybe the most about Halloween is costumes and especially super creative and like fun costumes. Uh-huh. So what I decided to do was I, I went to the old, uh, the old Google service and I Googled up interesting Halloween costumes. And I thought, Hmm, it's weird that those cost that amount of dollars. So what we're going to be doing this week is, uh, I'm going to give you the name of a Halloween costume that I did find for sale on the internet. Um, if a brief, a brief description as well, if I feel that it's necessary, then you both get to give me what you think that costume would cost. Whoever's closer gets the point. Does that make sense? Yeah. So is it same price as right as if like, can't go over, but you can go under. It's legally distinct from the price is right in that you are allowed to go over. (laughs) So whoever's just closest. (laughs) Yeah. Whoever's closest over or under. Wink, wink. Whoever Gosh, hosts so the Price is Right right now. <laughs> uh, Drew is it still Carey? Drew Carey? I think it's Drew is Carey. Is it still? I think so. Alex, um, I'll leave it up to you. You can either go first or you can uh, bow out of going first on the first turn. I ain't scared. Okay, go first then. I scared of no ghost. <laughs> I am very scared of a ghost. But are you scared <laughs> of the best joke of March of this year going for Halloween as a giant roll of toilet paper. This is a human-sized roll of toilet paper costume that you can buy. I do not think it is officially functional as a roll of toilet paper, but 
Anything is if you're brave enough. Anything is if you try hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, how much do you think a roll of toilet paper costume would cost? See, I'm thinking just in like, <clears throat> gosh. $39.99. $39.99. Cameron, what do you think? A roll of toilet paper. $24.95. I love how I love that you both thought of adding the 99 and being very specific. That point is gonna go. I added a 95. You did. You did. Actually. Um, unfortunately, it does not matter because the real cost of the item was $42.99 for $43 this Halloween, Whoa. Alex. You can go as a giant roll of toilet paper, and I say you can do it because you were closer. Cam, you yeah, get to I go can. first in the second round. Cam, what do you think it would cost to go as a wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man for Halloween this year? <laughs> if you just want to have a mini, uh, a mini used car dealership right in the middle of your Halloween party over Zoom, what do you think that would cost you? Alex, I have those same guitar picks. Best guitar picks. <laughs> Um, so when you say inflatable, like, is there an actual, so like, like legit inflatable, I'm not just like pretending to this, do it. I, you know, I'm not, I couldn't entirely confirm from the image, but I, what I saw was a man who was dressed as a red tube and his arms were directly out to his side. And so he, he looked like a wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man. I can't confirm if there's any air involved in the process or not. I think if there's air, I'm going to go 59.99. 59.99. Alex, what do you think? Wacky and 79.99 if if any air is involved. 79.99. Well, here's the truth is I think there's probably no air involved because the actual price of this item was 39.99. So the round 2 points going to go to Cam. But I didn't want oh. I didn't want to give anything away about the price by telling you what I thought was in there. Alex, we're going back to you, and I, I really think you're going to like this one. I think there's a chance that after I tell you about this one, this might become your Halloween costume this year. Mm, I already <laughs> have mine nailed down. We'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah, okay. His Halloween costume this year? Hold up. No, his Halloween costume is my everyday wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it after because I want to really, I want to park it and spend some time on it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. But after, but after we play this game, because I do think it, you might be influenced a bit, Alex... What would it cost you to go as a giant ramps board? It does come with three bean bags. It's a wooden board that you wear with a hole directly in the center that you can throw bean bags through. Alex, what would it cost you? Where it's like is a the weird hole? Iron Man energy. The hole is like fully Iron Man. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, what, what do you think it would cost you to go as ramps this Halloween? I think that would cost me fifty nine ninety nine. Fifty nine ninety nine. Cam, what do you think? Ramps for There's Halloween a lot of accessories. Seventy five. Seventy five. Seventy five. Ooh, I, like I that. love the specificity. Unfortunately, Alex was still closer. Actual cost of this item, a a generous forty seven thirty three. For some reason. Whoa. <laughs> That's right. You can go as Rams this Halloween for only $47.33. This is a close game. I am actually going to contemplate it. I know you. I knew it would affect (laughs) you. Cam is going back to you. Mm -hmm. And and this is where I think things get truly strange. Um, But you can be the judge of that. Round number four. What would it cost you to go as 
Bro White, a Snow White costume marketed exclusively for men. If you want to go as Bro White this Halloween, how much is that going to run you? Alex, what do you think? Bro Mm. White. I regret my decision. $30. You done got prices righted, but unfortunately neither of you were anywhere near the correct answer of (laughs) $77.99. My guess was going to be 40 bucks. (laughs) Apparently it would be way funnier to do that to Cam. That was really good, but apparently people think it would be worth (laughs) it to spend nearly $80 on a Snow White costume for men. I Does I can't. Come I realized right after I said it that it, it involves buying a dress, and I feel like that is a failure. Does it come with a um, poisoned apple? Um, I You know, I didn't notice. I'll have to go back and look and, and send you a follow-up after the <clears throat> pod. Can I, can I give of a course. confession? When you first said Snow White, I was thinking Sean White, <laughs> and I was like, he's already a dude. Why is that bro specific? <laughs> And, and he is one bro, to be honest. Going, going as like Sean White, but like a Kyle. And that was the Halloween costume I envisioned for wow. a while. Sean White, not culturally, culturally relevant in at least 12 years, but man, would be a fun Halloween yeah. costume this year. But he was so culturally relevant for the 12 years before that, that I think there's yeah, some Yeah, it carries there. out a he little He deserves bit. it. Alex, we're going back to you. Round number five. What would it Dub cost City. you to be an anatomically accurate kidney? This is a mascot costume <laughs> that is an anatomically accurate kidney. It, it, it's going to cost me at least $65. At least $65. Cam, what do you think? Anatomically accurate kidney? <laughs> Say it, Cam. Say it, Cam. Say $64.99. I dare you. No, that's not what I was going to say. I am going to say... or at least $65. The correct answer, $269 Oh my anatomically accurate kidney. That point goes to Alex, but uh, fortunately for you, Cam, the last two questions are both worth two points, so you're still in this game. You made that up. Man, I should have gone with my original guess. I was going to go over, actually, and then when Alex said, say $64.99, I was like, oh, so I guess the clear answer is under. So he really did influence my guess. <laughs> Alex there. is playing mind Because I was going to say $69.99. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cam, we're going back to you. Jedi. <laughs> and this one is actually a triple costume. How much would it cost you and two friends to go as rock, paper, and scissors? Mm, three costumes. Three costumes. But for the price of how many? Um, I'm legit like doing math. <laughs> like it's going to matter. $75. 75 $75.74. 75, for rock, paper, and scissors triple costume. Alex, what do you think for rock, paper, and scissors? Wow. See, I was... I think it's going to be at least 120 bucks. 120 bucks? Yeah. 120 versus 75 74. The correct answer? A meager 39.99. Those two points are going to go to Cam. For some reason, man, I was thinking $24 each. I That's was thinking I was $30 each. Well, $40 <laughs> each. I just did bad math. You know, three times four and four. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. You know, four, three times, and three, four times. I get them mixed up all the time. Which uh, one's really 12? Apparently, rock, paper, and scissors 
not a very expensive costume. Both. Yeah, those are the same. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. Those are the same. <laughs> Literally both. That's the point. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> oh goodness, Alex! Let's hope your math uh, improves before this final question. Should he lose a point for that comment? Well, here's the thing, Cam. I gave oh, you two for that last point. one. Don't push it. I'll take it. So what's score, score is score is that? Alex with four, Cam with three. Final question worth two points. So it's anybody's game. Yeah, Alex, you get to go first. Okay. How much would it cost? To make your cat a slice of bread for Halloween. This is a slice of bread costume for a cat. You know those pictures where it's like a cat, there's like a hole in the middle of a slice of bread and a cat looks through it? That's this, but it's fake bread and not real bread. How much does that cost you? Huh. Let's see. That cost you $34.99. $34.99. Cameron, what do you think? How much does it cost? Twelve dollars and twelve cents. <laughs> twelve, twelve. Cam, the twelves have saved you because the slice of bread costume costs seven dollars. <laughs> the way you said it, Zach, made it sound like it was irrationally expensive. Nope, I just think it's insane that people buy costumes for pets. That's how I feel about it. King is going to be a donkey. Of course he is. <laughs> My dog's gonna be Optimus Prime. Perfect. Uh, Cam, that makes you the winner of the first ever uh, version of Ow. technically not the Price is Right. That's what I have decided to call this game. Legally distinct from the Price is Right. Me how? Okay. <laughs> Can I just share my uh, costume for this year? Yeah, please do. Yes, because it makes me mad. What I want to be. It makes me legitimately angry in my heart, and I'll tell you why. This right year after you say for it. Halloween. I would like to be jeans. <laughs> Here is why. I would, describe to the people what this is. I am going to wear a denim hat, <laughs> a mm -hmm. denim shirt. Okay. Wrapped around by mm -hmm. a jean jacket. Of course. I'm mm -hmm. going to wear jeans. That would be crazy if you didn't. And I am going to wear my <laughs> denim shoes. Perfect. And I will you be jeans. You have made fun of me for wearing every single one of those items. <sighs> Look, and I came and around. And now it is your Halloween well, costume? I'm a big post-hype guy, okay? Mm, I that's have true. always been anti-trends, and then once they're done, I'm like, oh, I kind of like it. I got a man bun in 2020. That's true, you okay. did. I'm a post-hype guy. Well, you, wait, you also had a man bun when they were popular. But I'm saying I've kept it ever since. <laughs> it lingered and over I've here. I've kept my jean jackets. I'm just saying, you have, like... Giving me a hard time for wearing denim for you to go as jeans. I'm a changed I'm man. Okay, but also, here's the thing. The you Lord works in mysterious ways. You don't, unless you're like going to a college Halloween party, you don't go dressed as something you think is like cool for Halloween. You go as a joke for Halloween. Yeah. Well, and like I'm my all favorite. I'm bored for that. I was upside down one year. <laughs> I remember Upside Down. That made me laugh hard. <laughs> I was so excited to be Upside Down, except I had these really killer parachute pants, and I just made a, a decision out of nowhere that I was going to cut a hole in the crotch just so I could oh, stick my head through no. it. And I wish I wouldn't have done that because I loved those pants, and I would love how much my wife would hate those pants. <laughs> she would. She really would. 
Ooh, so one last thing. Okay. I say we scrap spooky season and let me pitch our next week's pod. Okay, that's a bold choice, uh, considering we have already we talked already to somebody guessed. about <laughs> guesting on spooky season. But yeah, sure, let's do it. So, so here's, here's what I'm thinking. We just did a Jamie Lee Curtis movie. <laughs> yeah. Freaky Friday, next week. <laughs> Book it. Yeah. What if we just... Um, what's, our, what's our... That'd be spooky. Line. If I showed up in Jamie Lee Curtis's body, that'd be very <laughs> spooky. I'm, I'm going as Jamie Lee Curtis for Halloween, and by that I mean we are going to switch bodies on Halloween <laughs> yeah. for the day. Yeah. I just need to get a shark mural in here. I'll be Zach. We all record at each other's house. Can we? And we, we switch roles. Look, me being Friday jeans episode. is basically me being Cam. That's true. I, and I get to go as Alex. Yeah, you do. I got a wig somewhere, I'm sure. I'll 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 get you some uh, Celtics stuff. I was gonna say Celtics T-shirt. And I don't want to talk about my. <laughs> I don't want to talk about my Halloween costume last year. <laughs> we won't. We won't. Um, last was, year I was, was I was Bill Hader from the meme that was big right around Halloween, where he was dancing on that episode of <laughs> SNL, and I did learn the dance and do it every time a new song came on at the party I was at, and I felt really good about it. <laughs> Mine was both the most simplistic thing and also, I don't know. I'm just still very proud. <laughs> we won't describe it. We'll just say that Cam was a spice rack. Oh, yeah. You were a spice rack. <laughs> That's all we will year. say. <laughs> you had a very punny, a punny costume last year. Yeah, yeah, he was a very, very punny boy. Dude, and this year I'll be Rack City, so figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be 10, 10s, and 20s? Um, so... <laughs> I think we did a good job. I think we did the best job we could. I think I we think took so too. a tough situation. We did a job. We did a job. That's all I could say. We made it to the end. <laughs> Here's the, we didn't do the easy version of this, which is like, if you have sex, you're going to die. That Because that's what yeah, this movie is really know, about. And I didn't want to do that. No. I didn't want to do that. That's not what we're here I, for. We're not here to no. shame. Yeah. It, <laughs> that's next week. Yeah. It was not my job to do a podcast about premarital sex. I just don't think it is. No. Um, that's not what our show is. <laughs> I don't think I don't think our majority of people are not married that listen to this because it is our mothers. That's a great so, point. Why would I make that? Point? Hey, I no longer want to have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to move hey, on. Can we just pivot away from now? this? <laughs> so, with without further ado, peace out. <laughs> <laughs> further ado. <laughs> That's not how further ado works. Yeah, without further ado, here's the next thing you're going to listen to. We'll go ahead and introduce whatever is coming out on your phone after you yeah, finish this Yeah, the next podcast, podcast in sequence. <laughs> without further without ado. Further ado, probably a better podcast. Without further ado, the episode we recorded on the Babadook that may or may not automatically play after this. <laughs> Well, it'll be like the last 15 minutes because they, they out stopped early. a little early to listen to the news. Without further ado, that guy from high school's entrepreneurship podcast that you subscribe to and never listen to. Gary <laughs> V. Oh, he's <laughs> right. Keep the ghosts away with hand sanitizer. Ah!